listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, following. The following. Is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Everyone, welcome back. This is Adulting Ain't Easy, season two, episode seven. Sure. Let's say seven. It might not be, and if I figure it out later, I will let you know. This is gonna kind of a Hodge's episode. We're obviously recording this a little in advance. Oh, uh, uh, what kind of? Let's say hodgepodge. I don't know. You should kind of. It's gonna be kind of a hodgepodge-ish episode because I don't think it's a hodgepodge. I think it's more of a life update. It's a life update because we're just kind of all over the place we haven't we don't really have formal topics so it's going to be kind of a lot of what's going on in our lives right now as we prepare and as you listen to this will actually be many hours away and many at least one ocean away yes agreed so as uh as we've told you since we've been back is that we've are going on our honeymoon in five days Saturday the 13th. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, five days. Mm-hmm. It's and really scary. It is really scary. And it's just like, we're all, we're getting things ready. And we're also, because we tend to always do two things at once, it seems like. We were remodeling a bathroom, right? Or not bathroom. We were remodeling a bedroom right before we got married. We tend to just kind of get, go in all in on certain things. And we're, and we're actually remodeling a bathroom right now that's going to... Probably be worked on by your grandfather while we're away. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. We're going to come back to a very different bathroom than we leave. I'm guaranteeing you. Mm-hmm. Just give them a key. Well, we do. I made a key for them. My mom hasn't given it to them yet. Oh, nice. So there's a key for them, too. Perfect. Yeah. Always good to have spare keys that our family has just because if your hidden key and your door's all locked, you don't want to end up being stuck with pets inside. Mm-hmm. We have that issue... When was when was that? LaFiCon. LaFiCon weekend. We we had the issue. We weren't getting back when we thought we were, and we locked our house up because I thought, oh, we probably should just lock it up just to be on the safe side because we'll be gone for a few days, and then then no one could get in to deal with it because we locked the door and the garage code is no use at that point. So yeah, but like I said, we like to kind of pile on, and we were actually um, right after we dealt with um, right before we kind of did the Fourth of July festivities of like. Doing like laying out a pool and just kind of having uh, kind of a relaxing day. We were doing some demo work in the bathroom. At least I was because we're currently remodeling our master, and I was being a little overzealous, if you would say. Oh yeah, for I was. Sure. I was. I wanted to get it done so we could get it out because the toilet was giving us a problem. I was going to get it out so we can get cleaned up, ready to go, and nothing was working right because I guess I didn't know how a toilet it's disassembled. 
So I ended up cracking the toilet and slicing my hand pretty good. And yeah. I staring at it right now, it still does not look great. Looks better than it did. And I was in kind of in a bit of shock and mildly freaking out. Mm-hmm. And Liz was mildly freaking out, and we got to venture to an emergency room. Yeah, on... we'd never been to the one. I've never been to the, that particular emergency room before, and I really haven't even. I mean, there was one time I took our like one of my friends there, but other than that, that was only really the second time I'd actually been into an emergency room. Right. I think that's the same with me. Like I went there. Like, I've been in, like, at least for myself, I've, you know, I've been there for, the, I think, at least, maybe, if I can count them on one hand, probably just a couple times. I remember going once when I was really little, once for family-related things, but never, like, for myself, really. And that was kind of the first thing. And for the uh, ER and the hospital is very close to where we live, which yeah. is a big plus. Even the fact that it was 4th of July wasn't crowded. We were able to kind of walk in, sign in. Like, I wasn't, like... I was cut pretty good, but I wasn't like, like he wasn't dying. I wasn't. I wasn't like there was no major blood vessels hit or arteries. So I wasn't. Thank goodness, because I probably would start crying at that point. Because I would have been freaking out too. Right, like if I would have like hit my wrist or something, it would have been a very different story. So thankfully, mm-hmm. it was far I enough mean, away from all of that. That I mean, I have such a bad aversion to blood. I barely could look at him. You probably would have called nine one one and probably would have passed out yourself. It would mm-hmm. have not been a good situation. Well, even still, like you had the you covered your hand or you showed me your hand and you're like, you're like oh, and I was like, put something on it, put something on it. It's bleeding a lot. And, yeah. And then um yeah I had to drive him and I was like mildly freaking out because there's just blood all over that. That cloth. That cloth. And I was just like, this is disgusting. I hate it. And then right. we get to the... Emer- like, I was trying to... I definitely had to put on a brave face. Right. Because I hate... It's not that I don't like hospitals. They make me really uncomfortable because I know there's lots of blood. You have, you have, you have a big and, blood aversion. Like, even when you get, like, shots or have to give blood, you have a... Blood and needles. Well, it's not even, like, like shots needles. It's, like intravenous needles and that's what I was really worried about with you is like oh they're gonna give you like a numbing thing but they're gonna put it in your wrist and like that would have really freaked me out I think that is disgusting like isn't we've had medical technology for so long why have we not figured out a different way to put that kind of stuff in your body maybe that's what I'm blood blood weighs though is the fastest way to I'm gonna I'm gonna but like even start a fund so they they can help me with my version right but they didn't I didn't need to get a transfusion i didn't need to get anything put in my veins they just had to put a shot directly into the wound which, which is, is disgusting very uncomfortable and it feels and like someone's like hitting you with like a hot needle just stabbing well, you in the hand and even the uh, even the doctor that was there she's like yeah it always burns and she's like for all the medical technology we have i'm surprised they haven't worked on a way to make this chemical less like it hurt right. less. Like the, like but the, I guess if it's a chemical, you can't really change too right. many of the properties without changing its effect. Right. You think it was like you could dip it in something that numbed the needle prick before the numbing agent. Because, like, isn't it mosquitoes? They, like, or something that they'll bite you, but it numbs it before they start sucking your blood or something. Isn't that mosquitoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Then they can find a way to, like, adapt something like that. But we're kind of, it, either way, like, it was very smooth. And I, when I'm nervous, I get very talkative. The same reason, if I'm drunk, if I'm nervous, basically any amount of emotion I feel or any Basically any heightened emotion Andrew feels, whether it's happy, sad, mad. I get chatty. Nervous. It's just... 
blah 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 blah. Because like the whole car ride to there, I was talking and like trying to make just whatever conversation I could get to keep going. And I was probably not helping very much. No, you were not. You were zeroed in like get to the hospital, drop you off, get parked, get back. So we can figure get you... out what the hell we have to do because I've never had to right to register somebody. I had no idea the whole process of going to the emergency room. I thought like you got there, you went into a room, and that was that. But no, they have to register you. And I'm like, what if right. you're dying? I think I, I think there's certain things that's like if you come in probably like the lady who was ahead of me in line who was coming in who had maybe a stroke. We couldn't really figure it out. I don't think she had to do any... They just put her in a chair. No, well, which one? Because there were two people that supposedly had strokes. Well, there was Not the old man and the like, older lady. The old lady got put in a wheelchair and then wheeled back. But that might have been before you came in. No, there was... Yeah, with her... The one with the whole family that showed up. Yeah, because like, they were at like a 4th of July luncheon and then like this happened and they're like, you need to all go. So everyone just piled in and they're like, you all can't go into the room. Mm-hmm. So like some wait in the waiting room, but... For the most part, we were in that waiting room by ourselves. It was like a handful. Yeah. It was I kind of expected the waiting room to be bigger, to be totally honest, thinking it was like an ER. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it was pretty smooth. They sent us back in a room. They, I didn't have to change anything. They came in, gave me a remote that has the TV and a panic button and all that. And mm-hmm. as soon as I turned on Jaws... No, was it Jaws? Well, first thing we turned no, it on, it was on... Well, hold on. So, first it was on Food Network, and then... It was, like, almost every time we turned on the TV, like, one of the doctors or nurses was coming. Because, right. like, I turned it on, like, once we got in. and she needed something to distract herself from what was yeah, going on. Yeah, because I didn't want to look at his hand. And then the nurse comes in and starts saying, oh, we got to dress your wound. I'm like, great. So now I have to, like, look at my phone or something to distract me or else I'm going to throw up. And not feel like a dick for, like... Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I felt the whole time. I was like, wow, I look like a real asshole right or, now. Or, like, just so, like, un- like I don't care. Well, and I, I mean, like, and then I was happy that you told the doctor, like, yeah, she doesn't like blood, so that's why she's acting like that. It's like, that makes me feel a little bit better. That she's, like, letting you, like... It's like, I'm not a dick, I promise. I like, if really, I focus... If I look at Andrew while you're doing stitches or while you're putting a needle in his wound, like, I will... You will have a second person in this room that needs Yeah, you'll have to put, medical put Liz assistance. across the hall. <laughs> yeah, like, it's... Like, even when I get my own blood drawn, I think I've said it before, like, when I've gotten my blood drawn the whole, what, three times I've, in my life? Right. Because now, since I have to go to the doctor every year, I have to get a blood test every year just because that's how that doctor's office works. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, every time it's, like, the most nerve-wracking. But I think what was different the last time, which I really liked and I hope I can continue to do, is that Andrew actually... I've always gone by myself, but then... um. What we did the last time was that actually Andrew was waiting in the car for me because it didn't take very long. They just, it wasn't like I had it attached to my regular doctor's appointment. Right. So he like was waiting in the car with Max and like there's a donut, (laughs) there's a donut shop next to the doctor's office, which is kind of like a little bit of juxtaposition when you're trying to be healthy and yet there's a donut shop with coffee and all that there. And so... That was kind of, like, having a plan, like, okay, like, once you're done, we're going to go get donuts, and then we're going to go home, and blah, 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 like, that helped me a little bit to realize, like, okay, this is going to take, like, I need this, it was kind of in my mind, I had to be, like, it needs to take less than 10 minutes, because I want to get some of these things done. Right. So that was helpful, and the fact that I didn't have to drive, because that, that, I think, is a big thing, too, is I would just literally... After they did it, I would just sit there with my head between my knees because I'd be so nauseous and gross. And I right. think very flush. 
Yeah. Well, even like when I walked out, I think I probably could have sat for another minute because when I walked, it felt like I was drunk. Right. Because you walked, because I was parked over by the donut place. So I was going to, because I was going to wait for you to come and I was going to swing around and get, because I didn't want to just park in there a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you already like walked over. So you were feeling at least chipper enough to do that. And you had your juice box and your. Yes. I think. Well, because when I went, I think I got blood drawn one other time, and that was a, a, pedi- a pediatric doctor. And they, because uh, they were checking my thyroid or something when I was there. And they um, uh, they took my blood, and I was not prepared for it. Like, they didn't tell me about it ahead of time. It was just kind of like an in-the-moment type thing. And, like, they, what I liked about that, even though I was, like, 21 years old sitting in a pediatric office, mm-hmm. but... Like, I was laid down, they had me laying down, and it, they got me a lollipop and water and whatever. Here it was, like, sit in the chair. And I'm like, and I did ask. I was like, can I, is there any way I could do this, like, laying down? They're like, no. I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's like, sometimes they're nice, sometimes you're like, no. Just... Well, and, like, the thing was, too, they do a urine test and blood test at the same time. And one time they did it where I did the blood test first, then I did the urine test. And I was literally, like, I had to, they made me walk to the bathroom right after I had it, my blood drawn, and I just sat there. I think it took me a half hour to do anything because I was just sitting there, like, so nauseous. Like, I get, like, it's almost like I'm dying because I'm, like, I feel cold, but my, I'm in, like, a cold sweat, but I feel hot and I'm just nauseous and, like, the room spins. It's just rough. So... I'm happy that Andrew was there, and I'm happy that he didn't have to get any blood drawn or anything. But even so, I was still really grossed out. Right. But I think overall that was probably the best ER experience I've had. Like, I haven't had many, but from, like, my always fears, like, because remember the last time we actually had, like, a, a near ER was we had to take the cat to the oh, yeah, pet well, ER. The pet ER is the worst. Which was a nightmare because pet ERs can, you don't know what you're going to get in there. Like, when, I when we were there with Daisy, there was a cat with, like, a clearly broken arm. Like, it was just... Like, it got it just, hit, like uh, yeah, the way that they ran dog hit by a car. It was really just like... sucked. There's, like... If you're, basically, if your cat's not, like... If, you're, if your animal's not actively dying or in trauma, you just sit there. Wait until you're queued up. So, like, we were there for three hours before Daisy got seen. Yeah. I mean, and she was, like... She came in, she was still, like, bleeding from the face. By the time they got her looked at, she was pretty much done. Yeah. That well, was... and then they fucked up her medicine, too, and almost killed her. Right. Like, our our regular vet chewed out that vet and, like, their top person for what they did. Because our vet, I think, might care about our pets more than we do. I don't I don't know so. about I that much, they... but she is very passionate. I think she really likes our animals. Because I feel like there's a lot of people, like, when they... The, they bring their animals to the vet, they freak out, and there's a whole biting situation and stuff, and, like... You know, but she's been really... Our vet is awesome. Yeah. I, like she's really good. I'm a, I'm a big fan of our vet. Mm-hmm. And even, like, we saw her um, out in public randomly last week. Yeah. It was, like, Monday or Tuesday night. We were going to get some clothes for, for Africa, and we uh, ran to her. She was out there with her family, and then proceeded to tell her kids about our pets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know that's Like, when she sees you out in public and knows your pets... Enough to tell, like, comes up to us. Like, she could easily just ignore us. We wouldn't have, we didn't really recognize her because we weren't really looking for her. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing, like, a teacher out in public when you're in school. Like, it just, you don't register it. You don't actively seek it out. And yeah. it's just. I don't know. It, she's just a really good vet. So I'm happy that she stuck up for us. And literally, like, now, we, they actually have to test her 
blood, like the peop, the emergency vet tests her blood every year because of how right. And I think things um, were going. I'm gonna do it last time they just checked her urine, but like so far she's good. Like she's passed that two year kind of that. Well, she's gonna be good. so there's gonna check her and Roosevelt's gonna get his kidneys checked because he has a birth defect. Right, so he already only has one kidney to begin with, and Daisy, that medicine can mess with her kidneys, so. Our cats could potentially have kidney problems later in life, but so far they're very healthy. Well, yeah, they're young. I mean, Rory's two, Daisy's just turned three, maybe. Yeah, she turned three. Yeah, two and three. Because Max, Max will be six on Saturday. Yes, he will. And we're unfortunately leaving him, but he doesn't know that yet. It's okay. He has a staycation with my parents. Yeah, we gotta get his nails trimmed and get himself all cleaned up, which he's sure he's gonna love that. Yeah, he's just looking at us like, um. What? We're doing things? Maybe I'll take him on Not Wednesday right while you're out. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Something to do. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah, so I guess we could go back to, I guess, our tra- international traveling adventures so far with how much shit we have to do. Before, ha- we've had to do up until this point. Right, because I know we were dreading up until recently because you didn't have your passport. Like, your passport was very late. I mean, I know yeah, I expected mine because I was paranoid about it. But, like, yours, even though it came within their, their little, like, oh, it'll take, like, four to six weeks. It still came in it that came window. It like, five and a half weeks, and I was freaking out. You're, like, because, like, if you don't have it, you can't go, and you can't, like, call them, like, I need it tomorrow. And they're, like, no, that, that doesn't know how this works. Yeah, so luckily that came in, because I was worried, really worried about that. And, yeah, so we had to get all that paperwork. We had to get, like, a copy of our itinerary to get shots. That's, yeah. speaking more of medical things, because we're going to a place that, you gotta, you're not sure what you're going to kind of run into. They had to kind of cover their bases, so we had to get... We had hep- to get... I didn't know that hepatitis A was waterborne. I thought all the hepatitis C's were... Uh, blood? I mean, like, bloodborne. Like, you had to be in contact with... Isn't hep- hepatitis B when they're... When blood... When someone with hepatitis B comes yeah. in contact with you, like... Yeah, I think there's, there's a, a lot of the hepatitis I think are bloodborne, but I think hepatitis A is the one that's waterborne, so we had to get a vaccination for that. And there's typhoid... Mm-hmm. Which is something always to be careful of. And then malaria, which is probably something you think a lot of when you think of, like, African travel and going yeah. in a, a foreign country. Yeah, even though we're only going to be in a malaria. Even, I looked today, I think, I don't know. The sad part is I don't even know which day we're actually going to be in the malaria-infested zone. I have it narrowed down to two different places that it could possibly be. Because we talked to... um I talked to the travel people that have been helping us, and they said, oh, yeah, you're only in um, the Kruger, they call it, like, the Kruger region, because it's right by Kruger National Park, and they said you're only there for one day, so. And we're taking pills for that, which isn't. And it's complicated. Yeah, because you take it one day before, the the day you're there, and then the seven days following. Correct, yeah. So, and they're not cheap pills, I will tell you that. It's like nine bucks a pill. Mm-hmm. So, that would really suck if you were on a mission trip and, like, you were there for, like, a month. Because well, that would be a lot take, of money. Do you take it every day you're there even? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. So, if you're, like, in an... I'm guessing if you're in an infected zone... You take it every day. You have to take it every day. And you're then seven for... days after your trip, I'm assuming. Right. I don't know how long... I feel like there's probably a point where it's, like, you just have to take it this many times and you're fine. I don't know. Like, if you're there for like six months, you have to take six pills every day for six months and then seven days after. I feel like that's a lot of medicine. Six pills a day? No. No, if you do like six months worth of pills. Like, you take yeah. all those pills plus seven days when you get back. I feel like that seems excessive. I'm sure at that point there's got to be a vaccine of some sort that'll help. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm just... And that you had a fun experience when you... For not knowing what you're getting yourself into when you showed up at that travel vaccination place. What do you mean? Oh, that I knew the doctor? Yeah, they, like... Well, your family tends to know people in places that we don't really expect. Well, and the thing was, I forgot what the guy's first name was, but I thought... I saw the doctor's name, and his name is Dr. Schubert, and I was like, oh, like... I think it crossed my mind that we knew that family, but I was like, I feel like Schubert's a pretty common name, so maybe it's not the same person. And then I walk in, and I go back to where the exam rooms are, and he's like, oh, hey, I know you. I'm like, I know you too. Like, that's really weird. I was not expecting to see you, so it was kind of like a... It was interesting, to say the least, since it the way we knew him was that his son and my brother... They grew up, basically grew up together since they were, like, young. And um, I don't think they really talk anymore. They kind of ran in separate crowds once high school came around. Right. So it's, like, it was just kind of weird, but it was okay. Yeah. But he was really nice and gave me discounts, so it pays to know people. Right. Definitely something that I've experienced, at least growing up where I did, with how involved my dad was in things and how involved my family in general was, that I always ran to someone who'd known... Someone in my family. Node. Node. New. 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 Sorry, it's grammar tonight. Um, but yeah, so, I, but I haven't really experienced it up here. But I feel like the more we get involved, I feel like, oh, I know your wife's family through this and this and like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's always nice to at least have a familiar face, someone you know that's like, because there's at least that little bit of personal connection, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and I felt like he wasn't, like, trying to sell me anything. He was just like, look, you're going to this place. Like, this is what you need to do to be safe. It wasn't like he was trying to gimmick me with, like, oh, you need this vaccine and this vaccine. Right. This vaccine. Like, he, we went bare minimum in terms of that. And I feel like he even said, like, he just gave her, like, I could have chosen, like, oh, I don't think I'll need the malaria. And mm-hmm. he would not have been like, well, I, you have to have it or I don't do any of this. He's like, he was very, this is what I think you need. You can choose to take all or none of it. Because even our car, uh... Our travel agent person said, didn't she really say, she said she did go to a place, but she didn't really think we would need. Right, but I wanted to rather be safe than sorry, because knowing my luck, I would get bitten by a mosquito and something would happen. And then the problem with that is if you do end up with malaria, can't, you, can't go, back you can't go back to the U.S. You have to stay in Africa and get treated for malaria. In an African hospital. In an African hospital. For however long that is. Exactly. And that sounds too. And I had a, a girl I went to high school with. Uh, was on like a service trip and got malaria and was there for weeks and weeks and like you almost die like you're you like waste a little bit away because it's just your body fighting this off and you're in a not to say like an under like a less quality hospital but it's a different type of hospital you're probably going to be in and it's just not fun and it's either get back to america when we're done and just life resume like normal then have to worry about oh you're we can't let you on this plane. Like, we're going to have enough fun going through customs and all that stuff anyway. Yeah, I haven't even been through the international... The international uh, terminals in years. Right. I mean, since I was, like, a freshman or sophomore in high school when we went to Mexico. But I don't think you've ever been to the international no, terminal either. I have not. The only time I've ever even, like, left the U.S. was on a cruise, which is a whole other type of thing. And when going to Canada, which... You go through a border that's... It's not customs or anything. I've never traveled internationally. Yeah, flying at least. I've... I've rare, like, before my adult life, I rarely flew in general. Well, that's because your parents like to drive. 
Right. We were well with my sister. It just made sense because I don't even know how they put my sister on a plane. To be honest. Uh. Yeah, that is a good question. About I know some that. of them have like the handicapped like areas, but I think they have to put her in a seat, which is which a whole would be hard, and you need like an extra person to help you. It's almost like you. It'd be like her being an unaccompanied minor. Right, and I've I've seen that a lot in more recent travel. The if we're like a lanyard, mm-hmm. and they're like have their big. I don't port- know if I could could have done that as a little kid, like. If I had to, like, travel by myself. Well, at least one of the... They never let you go unescorted. There's always some, an airline personnel with you from yeah. the moment you get dropped off until you board the plane. And there's someone there to see you off. Because you yeah. get let off first. You're in boarding group one. You're in and off that plane. Yeah, but I still think it would have been, like... It just... Knowing me as a kid, I, that would have made me so scared. Like, you're going with someone you don't know for the whole time you're at the airport... And then you're left by yourself on a plane. Don't talk or go with strangers. Mm-hmm. Okay, now go with this stranger on a On a plane, plane. and we'll see you there. Like, like uh, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm thankful we're never going to be in that situation. We're like, I'm going to drop you off and someone else is going to pick you up. Like, we're never going to go on vacation. Like, you're just going to go on vacation to see your relatives. They'll be at the airport when you get there. Like, no. Yeah, like even when I went by myself the one time, I was like, I had a mini freak out because I... I just don't like being in certain crowded areas alone. Like, especially in an airport where I could easily get lost. Even right. though there's about 50 billion signs telling you where to go, I'd still end up getting lost or, you know, forgetting my way or whatever. And Yeah, flying... It's intimidating, especially since we're one of the busiest airports, like, in the world. Right. It's crazy. And I, I've gotten, like... And I've flown through O'Hare since I travel for work uh, semi-regularly. Every few months, it seems like. I always end up... Even sometimes I'll get, like... I'll get myself turned around at O'Hare. Like, I've gone to, like, go to, like... Oh, I need to go to the shuttle pickup. And I end up, like... I am not anywhere... I'll get off and get outside. I'm, like, I am not in the shuttle. So I have to, like, walk around to try and figure out my way back. Mm-hmm. It's just... Airports are just naturally confusing because there's... Only certain ways you can go to get a place and you can get turned around easily. Mm-hmm. Or the signs are misleading and they're, like, wait... You thought it was here? Ha ha. And there's no... It's wrong. There's no uniformity to any airport. No. Like, they're all... You're unique with like, oh, no, baggage claim is in the basement, but you have to go under this tunnel and go take this shuttle take across. Take this train, this monorail that we built. Yeah, like, I remember the Denver airport, you literally like, oh, baggage claim, you actually literally get on this little, like, monorail and get off at this spot, but it'll keep going. You have, like, seconds to get off. I'm like, this... Yeah, it's er, international. Not, I just can't imagine what. But thankfully, at least through O'Hare, we're just taking a normal domestic flight. But I feel like the, once we get to the international point, it's going to be a little different. But luckily, we have hours to get adjusted for that. Let's hope so. Hope everything's. I, that's lit. my biggest anxiety. You is you just... had that last night. You were just stressing mm-hmm. our trip. Well, because I I always worry like because the past few times that we've flown, we've had these severe delays and like. I know, like, we only have a very small window to mm-hmm. light. So we basically have until 8 o'clock. So our flight leaves at 1 o'clock, supposedly. And our second flight is at about 8 o'clock, roughly. And it's like, we only have, and there's two hours and change to get to Atlanta. So it's like, if it's even off, like, two hours, we could really get fucked up. Like, right. I, that could really fuck up a lot. And... Especially since I don't know of, like, 
Because basically, if we miss that flight, then I don't think there's another flight until the next day. Like, I don't even know. I don't know. Right. And, I and there's no like, amount that they can, like, oh, we'll give you, like, there's no, that will derail our whole honeymoon. Like, I wouldn't, we would have a hard time. We might miss part of our honeymoon based on that. And there's and, probably not, it's, that's probably something that they probably wouldn't even reimburse for, because that's not, that's out of their control. Well, I did buy insurance, so maybe it will. But still, like, I don't, we still have to go back at the same time, so I don't know, like, oh, your next one will have, be this much cheaper, like, I don't know if there's going to be a next time. That's like, I don't. Yeah. It's just, it's nerve wracking and I've lost sleep all over it already. Like, heart, and yeah, I will probably sleep, lose sleep over it for the next few nights until it actually, once we're on, basically once I know, okay, this is when the flight is actually going to leave, which can change on a minute. I know. Like on once you're time. on the plane, once I'm on the plane to Atlanta and landed in Atlanta, then I feel like I'll be a little better because our bad luck only seems I mean, to exist no hair. Yes. That is actually <laughs> a good point. I I totally agree that usually when we're trying to... It's usually when we go somewhere from O'Hare, it's okay, but coming back is usually the issue. And that's even... I've had that issue now with work travel as well. Yeah, so... And my thing is I will be very comfortable once we're landed in Africa and we have our bags. Yeah. My fear is, like, our bags are going to miss their connection between Atlanta, and I'm like, I do not want to have... Yeah, that's that would be another one. Just a lot of stuff to lose sleep over until we're done. And until we're done. Until, until, and, we're, until there. we're there. And then I could care less about getting delayed coming back. Yeah. Because at least that is, like... We've got... Well, and what's nice is that, like, we have... We're supposed to be getting back on a Friday, so even if there, for some reason, were a big delay, like, it's not like we're missing work. I mean, I wouldn't miss work anyway no because I'm off of school. No would be a fun delay if our flight from Amsterdam back to O'Hare got delayed. And be like, don't you dare. No. no. Don't do that. Because then, then we could have fun at the Amsterdam airport. But we'd probably still have an airport. You can't really have fun. You can't leave and then come back. I'm determined to find a Stroop Waffle. I'm hoping there's some sort of Stroop Waffle like, place in the airport or something. I don't want the stupid McDonald's version. I want like a real authentic stroop waffle because i've heard that they're delicious and i refuse to try the the, the netherlands um stroop waffle one that they have at mcdonald's in the right. u.s now mcdonald's has their international fair for right. like four different items like it's like there's like a chicken sandwich a burger a mcflurry and some fries which are yeah. it's like bacon fries i don't know why those are from like these are from australia like no it's bacon cheese fries like yeah, arby's has those right now too it's not that exciting Yes. But I, feel, I understand wanting to have the original. I think the only thing you McDonald's you want to try is the... Uh... I do want to try South African, but I'm also very nervous about doing that. I don't know why. It's just... I don't know. We'll have some time. But it's just to just have the experience of like... Because all McDonald's are different when you're outside the U.S. There yeah. are certain items that they don't get. And Although knowing me, I'd probably just end up ordering the same damn thing that I do here. But I, I, I want to try whatever the... Depending on what's, what it is, I'd want to try the exotic item that's on the menu that we can't get here. Like how Hawaii has, like, the pineapple on the burger. Or a pineapple instead of the meat. I don't know. I what. don't remember what it was. That's so long ago. And I've never been. I just knew it based on something you told me. Mm-hmm. But it, it'd just be interesting to have that little experience, even though if it is very American in another country. Like, you went to McDonald's while you were in another country. You know, I'm going to have enough exotic fare while I'm there. I'd want to at least... Oh, yeah. Especially since the it's kind of like an all-inclusive type deal. So, I'm hoping to try some South African craft beer if such a thing exists. I think it does. We did. We know they have wine. Because mm-hmm. we had some in the U.S. And I'm probably gonna not go hard liquor. I think 
Beerus is, will be safe. Yeah. I'd rather keep most of my wits about me. Yeah, that's true. And enjoy all the all the high tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. Instead of lunch, some days we actually have we're like afternoon tea, which is like super weird for us. And probably hot tea. I but mean, it- well, the thing is, like, we really don't know much about the past, like what's on our itinerary. Like, I have no idea what to expect for afternoon tea. Like, I don't. We're supposed to be traveling with four other people, but are they from the U.S.? Are they from a different country? Like, we have no idea until we get there. Right. It'll be interesting to see. Like, oh, they're they're all Americans. And like, oh, that's fine. Well, but they're like, oh, they're from these are from England, and these guys are from. It would be really hard if they were not from an English speaking country because I feel like I wonder if they have like their tour guides pick based on like what like okay, so this tour guide is for the um, English speak speaking people, right. and then there's one for like there's like different popular people places that they because no, that was our that kind of our th- no sense. thing that we're thinking about is like does like that tour company that with do they have different branches in different countries so i'm assuming well i'm saying like that like so like if you're in europe and you want to go to africa is there a different person that you talk to versus like who i've been talking to right. in terms of planning your trip because i feel like they might all pull from the same like oh these are our openings these are, like i'm sure it's not like these are reserved just for the American customers. or Like, I don't know how that whole thing works. I don't either. Or if that Go... Um, go Touchdown. Go Touchdown is just for Americans. And I don't it could think be. so, because they... Like, when I was on the phone, they are like, Oh, if you want to talk to the U.S. office. Oh, if you want to talk to Go Touchdown Indonesia. Like, very random Indonesia would stuff. be interesting if those were... But I don't know if they don't serve... It's only... This company is only through, like, African vacations and Australian vacations. So I'm assuming that they just have offices in different countries and those are the people you talk to. Right. So it'll be interesting. And I know when we get back, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. And I know oh, yeah. a lot of people are very excited to hear about our trip once we get through it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wanting some relaxation where I have to think about work or home or all of my responsibilities and just have a nice, relaxing... No, Basically, once we get back, Liz has to go back to school. Yeah, pretty I have to, quickly after. I'll have all of my usual back to work, pile this catch up, and yeah, so it'll be, I feel like things are going to move very quickly once we come back, so it'll be nice to kind of pause and just, Liz and I, no other commitments that can just enjoy ourselves and see some once-a-lifetime things, which I think will be yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm sure we'll have pictures. They're probably going to want to, Liz and find something like, to this picture, I want it framed on our wall. <laughs> I hope so. Liz is excited to see a giraffe. It It'll be weird, though, because there's animals we've seen in, like, zoos, and it's going to be very interesting to be like, oh, we're the, we're the tourists there. These guys are in their natural habitat. Yeah. And see, maybe see some natural behavior. Or, I don't know. I'm excited. And then going to see, like, Steel Island and seeing, like, the Great Whites maybe attack. Or not attack, like just around the seals, right? And just be like, I've never seen a great white in person, let alone here. Yeah, so it'll it'll be really interesting. I'm, I feel a lot of different emotions, and I don't think I would have feel felt these emotions if we were gonna go like to Europe or anything, because I feel like like the more like well traveled places, it's like oh, they're like, very touristy. They're too. I mean, not touristy. They're just more common, and you can. Like, go to more people and say, oh, like, how is this country? What kind of things can you see or do? 
But, like, this, it's, like, there aren't a lot of people that have gone to South Africa before. Right. So, it's hard to pull, like, from people's experiences. Right. Like, your best friend was just in London and Scotland. Mm -hmm. Like, just this past week. And, yeah, a lot of people go there. And a lot of honeymooners go to Hawaii or Costa Rica or Puerto Rico. They go to all these, like, tropical areas of the Virgin Islands. Like, when I know when we told people at our wedding, like, oh, where are you going to honeymoon? Like, oh, we're going to South Africa. It always met with, like, shock, because, like, people don't even think to go to places like this, and it's just a very um, exciting experience for them, because it's just something that doesn't even cross people's minds, that thing to go to. Yeah. So, I'm I'm excited. Yes. And I I think, like, like, it's just, I've been sold on the fact that, like, this is, like, a -a once-in-a-lifetime trip, like, going to, like, Europe or going on a tropical vacation is something you can always do, like... When you have a family, that's fine. You can bring them along. But, like, you're not going to... I would not feel comfortable bringing, like, a young family to Africa. That would be pretty ballsy of someone. Like, I mean, hats off to the people that do it, but I don't think I could. I think I would be in, like, helicopter parent mode and be very overprotective. And I would stress and not enjoy myself. But, like, Europe, like, yeah. We're going to go sightsee and do this for tropical, go on a resort. Like, it's just a whole different vibe. But this will be a once-in-a-lifetime trip for us that we can remember forever. And I think mm-hmm. that'll be... Very nice. Yeah. Oh, you have anything else you want to say? I feel like we've kind of been all over the map here. I know. Well, hopefully by the time we get back here, our bathroom will be a little bit more done, which is exciting, hopefully. We'll have a bit more color. Yeah. We will be safe and sound. No, knock on wood, no uh, issues. And yeah, we'll have a lot to say, I'm sure. Oh yeah, definitely. So, wish us luck. Mm-hmm. And that will do it for Adulting Ain't Easy for this week. And probably the next time you hear us, there will be probably two dogs barking in the background because... We have two. My puppies. parents will... Uh, actually, right when we get back, my parents are coming up to then go visit my brother and his person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole other thing. But yeah, they're out to go visit my brother out in California. So, yeah, it'll be... So we'll have their dog with us and... My dog, and, or our dog, and then our cats and all that. So it'll be a very full house, but it should make for a fun episode. So stay tuned for that. But, like I said, that'll do it. I am Andrew. I'm Liz. You guys have a great week. Bye.